this week on the Iowa Watch Connection. So that's really the key thing. And we have so many people in Iowa now, they are working past 65. It's an important but complex rite of passage. Everybody's situation is different. And I think the one thing that we try to do at SHIP is we try to ask you questions and look at your particular situation. And different situations call for different solutions. Give you uh, information and questions that you can ask so you get all those answers before you make decisions. Making sense of Medicare, our topic this week. The Iowa Watch Connection is presented by the Iowa Center for Public Affairs Journalism, online at iowawatch.org. Here is Jeff Stein. This week, the first of a two-part series on medical insurance in Iowa. Next week, Iowa Insurance Commissioner Doug Oman talks with me about the current state of the Affordable Care Act, as the open enrollment period is now underway. This week, an extended conversation with Patty Price, with the Iowa Insurance Division's Senior Health Insurance Information Program, known by its acronym, SHIP. This is a matter of concern not only for those approaching age 65 or older, but also for the next generation, those who often help older relatives make sense of it all. Patty Price and I spoke in the Iowa Insurance Division's offices in Des Moines on October 31st. I know just from my own experience going to an area hospital or often to a care facility, there will be signage about SHIP or there might be a SHIP counselor or volunteer at that site at certain times. Tell me about the program, what it is and why it's necessary. Thank you. SHIP is a free counseling service for people on Medicare. We are, I would say, your Iowa trusted source for Medicare. We're objective, we're not trying to sell anything. And finding your way through the world of Medicare can be a little complicated and confusing. And our volunteers, and they are volunteers, we've got about 380 volunteers across the state, about 110 sponsor sites, and they volunteer also, volunteer to be a site to offer this service. But to provide uh, counseling one-on-one -on -one where you can actually sit down with an individual and talk to them about Medicare, whether you're getting ready to go on Medicare, you're already on Medicare, you've got questions, maybe you have encountered a situation um, that you're having trouble trying to get through to someone, get someone to give you a straight answer. And you can contact SHIP and we'll try to help you uh, understand, get you through that situation. Uh, we don't tell you what to do, but we want you to be educated and informed so that you can make a good informed decision about your benefits. I think there is apprehension by people as they get to 62, 63, 65. Oh gosh, because it just seems like such a big thing. And it occurs to me, and, and I've seen it at my workplace, I've seen it with family members where they almost dread it because it means a lot of things. It's a transition in life. But then it also means folks start sending you all sorts of things in the mail and start calling you, and it, it's sort of a confusing thing. So let me ask a few questions that I've heard recently. Sure. If you are turning age 65, that is the, first of all, that's the starting point, right? 65 is when you're eligible for Medicare based on your age, yes. Okay, and again, as you properly note, there are 
programs for those who are disabled, et cetera, right. supplemental security income tied right. to that. But we're talking about based on age for anyone regardless of health or, or condition. So let's say you're 65, you're turning 65, you're employed, and you have health insurance provided through your employer. Do you need to do anything or should you do something at that point? Because now the, the calendar is ticked. Right. That's a great question and uh, one we hear a lot. Mm -hmm. If you are continuing to work and have insurance through active employment or your spouse is continuing to work and you have insurance based on their active employment and the employer has 20 or more employees, you don't have to do anything because the employer is required by federal law to continue to cover you just as they always have. Uh, nothing changes. Uh, so I say you really don't have to do anything until the person that is actively working who's providing the insurance decides they're going to retire. Now the world of Medicare says you need to be signing up for Medicare. So that's really the key thing. And we have so many people in Iowa now, they are working past 65. And why do you need to be paying for two different coverages? And that's really why you're protected that way. They say, we, don't, we aren't going to require you to sign up for Medicare if you've already got insurance through your employer and you're actively working. Might there be a benefit, though? For example, someone who turns 65 and is working, is there a, a situation where they might find signing up for Medicare preferable to the coverage that they are receiving through their employer? Yes, I, I will definitely say this to you. Medicare is not a cookie cutter approach. You know, friends talk to friends and they say, I've got this and I've done this. Well, everybody's situation is different. And I think the one thing that we try to do at SHIP is we try to ask you questions and look at your particular situation. There might be, um, it definitely, uh, if the, uh, the coverage you have to your employer is costing a lot of money, if it has a very high deductible, you don't feel like the coverage is real adequate, it might be to your benefit uh, to sign up for Medicare and go off of that coverage. Sometimes with employers, they require you to stay on their coverage. So it's it can be unique by employer to employer, but we want to give you uh, information and questions that you can ask so you get all those answers before you make decisions. And of course, an employer may need to have a certain number of employees in order to hit a threshold for a group plan, exactly. and so that's why they would require it. But exactly. I suppose there's also a situation where an individual can be working, maybe not 65 years of age, but their spouse, who's on the employee's coverage, but they're paying for it. The spouse turns 65. That might be a situation where from a cost standpoint, and perhaps also coverage, at the very least, it's worth exploring the Medicare option because, again, you may say, well, I'll either get cheaper coverage or better coverage right. depending on the, the individual situation. I, it's a pencil to paper type of situation. I would definitely, or one of our counselors would sit down and say, well, let's look at what it will cost you and your spouse if you come off and they're only having to pay for single coverage. And then what your costs are gonna be when you go on Medicare, because there are costs going on Medicare. And look to see, is it a savings or is it not a savings for you to do that? And that's a wonderful transition point because 
people hear, well, I'm going to sign up for Medicare. The preconceived notion for some who haven't gone through it or haven't had a senior parent go through it, well, it's free. It is not free, right? I mean, That what, is correct. <laughs> it's not free. So what is free and what do you need to have in terms of supplemental or what are options for supplemental? Because that is where I think a lot of the confusion comes in, especially at this time of year as adult children start visiting with their senior parents. And right. I can speak from experience of being handed a large pile of mail and its solicitations for Part D. Talk, if you will, about what you do get and what other options are available. Well, there are a couple of options for getting your Medicare benefits. Uh, the one that we're most familiar with, I think, in Iowa is original or traditional Medicare. And what's I think is really difficult for people as they move from private insurance or employer insurance, which is one insurance, one card, and they go into Medicare, now we're talking Part A, Part B, Part C, Part D. It's like, really? What is all? Do I really need all of this? Right. It's not just one insurance. We have different parts. In original Medicare, there's Part A and Part B. Part A is your hospital insurance. Um, it covers you when you go to a skilled nursing facility, if you need home health care, um, or if you uh, need hospice, uh, which is when the doctors determine you only have six months or less to live. Hmm. Part A, for most people who have worked enough quarters and paid in uh, to the Social Security tax, their Medicare tax, is free. And so signing up for Part A is not going to cost most people anything. Let's say that you're an individual who worked inside the home your entire life as opposed to working outside the home. The minimum number of quarters requirement for most people who have worked at some level right. in a substantial capacity, I can see how that would be reached. It's about 10 years. It's, a, it's about okay. 40 quarters you earn. Over a lifetime of work that right. you've paid. And in. it doesn't have to be consecutively. Sure. The, what I'm going to call the stereotypical traditional stay-at-home right. individual. Right, right. I'm a child of that era. Let yeah. me tell you, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> so if you are someone who stayed at home, you can get that free Part A based on your spouse's work history. Okay. okay? And But the spouse has to be at least 62 in order for you to get Part A. And so at an age where they can sign up, they're not going to draw, but they can sign up for Social Security. So a lot of, um, and I'll say women, I don't mean to be this stereotypically, but if they did not work, they stayed in the home, um, so they didn't have those 40 quarters of work, they are able to draw off of their spouse's work history and still get that free Part A. Provided the spouse is 62 years of age and right. registers but does not draw right. on Social Security. Right. So then they're able to do that. Um, Part B has a cost to it. In 2019, it's $135.50 a month. There are some people who are going to pay more. Um, I, several years ago, Congress said because that Part B is being subsidized by 
the federal government to the tune of about 75%. Mm. So you're only really paying a f uh, 25% of what it's, the value is. So the years ago, several years ago, they said, okay, people who have higher earnings could pay a higher percentage of that. So there are some people who do pay a higher Part B premium. There are some people that, and, and SHIP can help do this, that we can file for, uh, they call them Medicare savings programs, and it can help you to pay that Part B premium, put that money back in your pocket. And so all of our SHIP counselors screen everyone that comes in to make sure that we don't miss anybody that might be eligible for some of those programs. And is that based on income and resources it's, then? Yes, it's based on income and resources. Okay. And then people who qualify for full Medicaid, uh, the state of Iowa, Medicaid is paying their Part B premium, so they're, they're paying that. So you have A and B. Now B is your medical side. Every time you go to the doctor, every time you go to the outpatient as a hospital, including the emergency room, and so many things are done outpatient. Uh, specialist, lab work, ambulance, um, uh, physical therapy, durable medical equipment, all of those things come under the Part B. And in the world of Part B, uh, Medicare usually pays 80% of the approved amount. Mm -hmm. And there are deductibles with both Part A and Part B. So what people usually do who go on Medicare to cover those gaps is they purchase a supplement. Uh, so that they have what you call a, a complete coverage. Now, some people are using um, for their supplement insurance that, that they're getting from a former employer. So in other words, the employer is providing that secondary insurance, uh, but others who as don't- As a retirement benefit. Right, as a mm -hmm. retirement benefit. Uh, people who don't have access to that are going out in the private market and buying a supplement. Uh, and so between those things, then you have complete coverage. The other way to get your Medicare benefits today is to look at uh, private companies that are contracting with the federal government or with Medicare to provide your Medicare benefits, and they call them Medicare Advantage plans. And the Medicare Advantage plans, um, they set up their own network of providers. Uh, they contract with providers. If you're in original Medicare, the network is any provider that accepts Medicare. In the world of Medicare Advantage, it's any provider that's contracted with that company uh, to be in their network. And so with Medicare Advantage, a lot of these plans don't have a premium. Some do. You're still paying that $135.50 a month, though, even though you're going over here to this plan. And then I like to call Medicare Advantage pay as you go. So every time I have a service, there's probably gonna be a copay involved. Where on the original side of Medicare, where I'm paying a supplement, I'm sort of prepaying on that supplement so that when I don't do go get healthcare, I won't have any very little out-of-pocket costs. When we come back, more about supplemental insurance plans under Medicare. That's next when the Iowa Watch Connection continues. I'm Suzanne Banke, Executive Director at the nonprofit parent of this program, Iowa Watch. Iowa Watch is part of an exciting funding opportunity through Newsmatch, a national campaign supported by several notable foundations that care about nonprofit journalism. Newsmatch will match every dollar you donate right now so that quality journalism like Iowa Watch can continue. Your $25 becomes $50 in support of in-depth, fact-based journalism. It is that easy. 
please consider giving through this great opportunity by going to the donate button at the top of iowawatch.org. Again, iowawatch.org. And thank you for listening to our report today. The Iowa Watch Connection radio program is part of a statewide audience engagement project organized by the Iowa Center for Public Affairs Journalism, an independent, nonprofit, nonpartisan news organization. The center is dedicated to producing high quality investigative and community affairs journalism in Iowa, while also training journalism students to do this work at a high ethical level. The center is found online at iowawatch.org. Welcome back to the Iowa Watch Connection. I'm Jeff Stein. We continue our conversation now with Patty Price of the Iowa Insurance Division's Senior Health Insurance Information Program, or SHIP. We'll tell you how to get more information online at the end of the program. If I did not get a supplemental insurance plan, I'm going to have to pay out of pocket perhaps for each office visit, et cetera, whatever is not covered by Plan B. That's so that's my option then, right? I either get supplemental insurance. Or you pay it out of your pocket. As you go. Right, right. You're going to pay it out of your pocket. And the theory of the supplemental is you're paying a premium. It's a fixed cost for budgeting purposes as opposed to, and I don't want to be flip about it, rolling the dice on being healthy right. that year and having to pay out of pocket with just plan B. Right, exactly. With the Medicare Advantage plan, if I go only go to the doctor once a year, I might have a copay of $15. Sure. But if I have a year where I've had outpatient surgery, every time you have a surgery, let's all $350 is just that 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 particular cost share. You know, people who are using uh, diabetic testing supplies and things, that's you're going to pay 20% for that cost. There's going to be a cost factor. Now, with Medicare Advantage plans, they are limited to what your out-of-pocket risk can be in any given year. And, and the out-of-pocket maximum is limited to Part A and Part B services. So, and in 2019 and in 2020, it's $6,700. So I'm taking a risk on a bad year that I might have to spend $6,700. And you would want to compare that to what am I going to pay for a supplement? Mm -hmm. And with Medicare Advantage plans, they also usually include prescription drug coverage as part of that, where in original Medicare, you're going to buy a separate standalone drug plan. No matter which way you get that benefit, you really want to be checking to make sure that the drug plan is going to cover your drugs, um, that you know what pharmacy you're going to be able to go to. Uh, because I just had a client I met with last week, and her drug plan that she's in this year, if she would stay in it, she can't go to her current pharmacy because it's, it's going from being an in-network to out-of-network. When you're out-of-network, then that means if I want to continue to go to that pharmacy and stay in this plan, I'm going to pay 100% for my drugs. They're, basically, I'm getting no coverage. That's the part D. Part D. And I think of that as D for drugs. D for drugs. <laughs> it easiest. makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. And, and it's easy to take the time to determine because the list of approved pharmacies, it's available. It's printed. Right. Here, here it is. I mean, if you are enrolled, you get the information of what That's drugs, right. what providers, but it is incumbent upon you to make sure that just because your hometown pharmacy was on the list two years ago doesn't mean it is now. That's correct. And similarly, your pharmaceuticals may change. And That's so you right. have to make sure that it's going to be the best benefit for you. 
when you sign up for Part D, when they developed Part D back in 2006, that's the one unique thing about uh, Medicare Advantage and Part D is that, that Medicare allows you to make changes every fall. And uh, that is a time when the plans are required to get you the information, um, the annual notice of change it's called, and it has to be in your hands by October 1 because you have from October 15th to December 7th to make a change if you want to, and you need that information. Uh, but to take it a step further, you really, what we do at SHIP is we go out on the government's website and we will compare. You can do it yourself, uh, but going out and taking a look at your drugs and what the best plan would be as far as lowest cost. And if you don't care about the pharmacy, we can look to see if there's a better pharmacy that will save you money. We don't want to take people away from their pharmacy that they're loyal to, mm -hmm. but some people don't care. Other people want to stay with that pharmacy, so we want to make sure we find the right plan for them that will work uh, for them and meet their needs. To me, the overriding thing on all of this is there is not a one-size-fits-all plan and there are not easy answers. And by that I mean they're not all the same answers. You're going to have to answer my question differently when I tell you my specific situation. That's right. And I think that in different parts of the state, some of these plans are more accepted than others. Mm -hmm. And you really have, when you're talking about Medicare Advantage, you really need to find out if your doctors, hospital, any provider that you're using that's billing Medicare, are they in the plans network? We had a gentleman mm -hmm. in Northern Iowa, he was all excited about some of the extra benefits that he was going to get in that plan, and that's a great thing. There's a lot of extra things that you can find in the Medicare Advantage plans that you might find to be um, helpful for you. But what he didn't realize was he couldn't go to his local hospital anymore, and he couldn't go to his doctors. So and that's a deal breaker for most of us, right? Breaker. Exactly, exactly. Patty Price of the Iowa Insurance Division's Senior Health Insurance Information Program known as SHIP. We spoke in their offices in Des Moines on October 31st. Again, SHIP is a free confidential service of the state of Iowa that helps Iowans make informed decisions about Medicare and other health coverage online at ship.iowa.gov. That's S-H-I-I-P dot I-O-W-A dot gov. Next week on this program, more with Patty Price about those who commit fraud against seniors concerning the topic of Medicare. And Iowa Insurance Commissioner Doug Oman discusses the Affordable Care Act during this open enrollment period. That's next week at this same time. I'm Jeff Stein. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you'll make the Iowa Watch Connection again next week. The Iowa Watch Connection is a copyrighted presentation of the Iowa Center for Public Affairs Journalism, which is solely responsible for its content. Go online, iowawatch.org.